biosecurity, it has become a leading issue in the Northern Territory or for the Northern Territory and indeed Australia as we tackle multiple plant, pest and disease incursions. Now, we here in the Territory are about to undertake the biggest emergency biosecurity exercise that the government's ever held. The exercise will be for three days, as I understand it. It's going to see roads blocked. It's going to appear as though there is an emergency situation. Now, joining me in the studio to tell us more about this is Luke Bowen, who is the head of biosecurity in the Department of Industry, Tourism and Trade. Good morning to you, Luke. Morning, Katie. Good to have you in the studio. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, what's the aim of this exercise? Well, I think if we go back to um, some announcements or some issues that arose last year where we we, um, there's a lot of focus on uh, some major diseases that had entered Indonesia, Um, and these are diseases that should we get them in Australia, they would shut down our export industry. So to give an example, Australia exports about 70% of its agricultural commodities, and in the case of livestock, the sheep and cattle and all the rest of it, um, it's we're the second largest exporter of beef in the world um, after Brazil. Um, we're also a very large live exporter. We're a big dairy exporter, um, sheep meat exporter, and that sort of thing. If we were to get foot and mouth disease in Australia, it would shut that entire trade immediately. We have to be free of these diseases in order mm. to be able, able to trade. So um, people were very focused last year on foot and mouth in Indonesia, foot and mouth disease. Um, there's other diseases as well, including lumpy skin disease, which is a vector-borne. In other words, it's transferred by insects. Yeah. Um, and we're particularly concerned about that. So in that context, um, we have to be able to respond very quickly. If we were to get an incursion in Australia, yeah. our ability to get back to trade and, and get back on our feet depends on how quickly we can get rid of that disease, get on top of it, and prove freedom. In other words, prove that our country is free, then to open our export markets up yeah. again. So our ability to do that means how, how quickly can we respond, how well prepared are we? Yep. So this training exercise, or this exercise, mm. on the, between the 7th and the 9th, is to test our systems. And it's incredibly important, like you've just pointed out, you know, the second largest exporter of beef in the world. Like That's incredible mm. that we are right here in the Northern Territory. But then when you think about that and you think about some of those diseases that we're dealing with around the world and the threat to the Northern Territory, it sounds as though the exercise is an incredibly important thing for us to be able to do. It is, Katie. And the, the, the point is that um, this is not just government for example, it's industry yep. and government working together. So what we have to test is how all that works together. Um, and so it's it's part of a series of things that are happening over the next couple of weeks. So we've got a, a webinar. It's called the Big Picture Webinar. Um, it's about emergency animal disease awareness, um, which is on the 24th of February, which is the end of the week. Um, so that's a thing to just raise awareness about how the national system works for tackling emergency animal diseases, so building awareness. Um, And then we're moving into two actual training sessions um, on the um, 28th and the 2nd of March, which are actually going to be uh, training for people who are going to be involved in emergency response. Uh, So it's training people to be liaison officers in industry, in the supply chain, across government. Um, And that'll feed in then ultimately to the exercise between the 7th and 9th. Um, It's important for us to get as many people as we can involved in these these awareness and training uh, sessions, Mm -hmm. um, then to build up to this major exercise, which will be uh, industry, government, uh, standing up the Emergency Operations Centre at Berrima, at yep. um, Peter McCauley Centre, and other emergency operations centres around the Territory. And as you said, to open, mm. um, 
people probably see things happening. There might be roadblocks. There might be people work, walking around in hazmat suits. Don't be alarmed yeah. because I, I need to make it very clear we do not have any of these diseases that's in the country right, right now. So um, that's we need to be very clear about that and we certainly don't want them. Yeah. But this is all about practising, finding out where the weaknesses are, where yep. we need to improve and and quite frankly, until you're thrown in amongst it, it's often you don't know where these problems yeah, are going to be. Well, so that's exactly it's right. About training. Look, uh, like how important is it that we do like that we do well with this exercise as well? Because I would imagine, you know, you speak to a lot of people in industry, in the cattle industry, other export industry, who would be quite concerned about some mm. of these threats. So, how important is it that we get this right, even throughout an exercise? Um, because even down to the point, an exa- a good example. So, part of this exercise will be people on stations, cattle stations and yep. farms around the territory. Um, so this scenario will, will evolve. So it'll be it'll be a scenario where a certain an animal might be identified somewhere with a disease and we go through the whole process of identifying what that is and then um, potentially shutting down under a 72-hour stock standstill. But anybody who may be impacted, because animals have moved all around, mm. they move you know, on trucks and, and various other ways uh, quite quickly, it could, ex- could evolve into a, 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 a multiple outbreak sort of scenario. Yeah. So... For example, if I'm on a station out in the Victoria district um, and I could be potentially impacted or there could be the, the thought that a threat could have uh, entered my property, one of the things would be, okay, you need to tell me how many people have been onto your property in the last 30 days. So it's going to test people's systems. Yeah. And a lot of people go, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. So we have to be able to trace not just animals and animal movements but also people, people. and equipment and a whole range of things. So these, this is going to test the industry, it's going to test government. Uh, it's going to test not just the agricultural side of government, but our emergency response capability mm. across the board. Uh, it's going to test how we respond to mental health issues. Uh, these, an outbreak of the kind that uh, we've had in other parts of the world, such as England in 2000, had an absolutely devastating effect mm. on people, communities, and also industries that sit around, such as tourism, uh, yeah. around in regional areas and that sort of thing. Um, we do not want this to happen. It could be absolutely devastating, and we have to do everything we can to ensure that we stay uh, practised and aware yep. uh, and we, we're match fit. Well, it sounds as though it is a very, uh, very important thing for us to be doing here in the Northern Territory. Tell us, so when exactly does it kick off and what do you reckon people will see to those out there listening? Uh, you mentioned before hazmat suits. What else could they see? Look, um, it, it, it really depends how the scenario develops. So we haven't mapped out and so said this is going to happen on day one and day two. Um, yep. This could evolve. So it'll be a, a random evolution of how the scenario could unfold. We'll have observers, uh, national observers watching on. Um, we need to work out where our systems uh, need, need improvement. Um, so it really could be quite random. Oh, well, it'll be interesting, won't it, for, uh, for everybody around the Territory to sort of see what's unfolding. But uh, be warned, it is an exercise, so don't, uh, don't stress yourselves and so, out. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's how we want to keep it. Um, and I think if people are wanting to register for a One the Awareness um, course on the 24th um, or the training events on the 28th and the 2nd uh, in Alice Springs and also in Darwin, um, you can go on to the Agriculture NT Facebook page and you'll see the links there in order to get to um, those registration forms. Now, Luke Bowen, um, a lot of people listening this morning will know you. Uh, they'll have known you from various different roles that you've had around the Northern Territory, but it's safe to say that you are one of the Northern Territory's um, 
most respected public servants. And we have just learned this morning that, um, well, in exciting personal news, I think you'd have to say for you, uh, the Board of Directors of Cattle Australia have announced uh, your appointment as the inaugural Chief Executive Officer. So um, so what this is, is going to mean is that, uh, well, I believe you're going to be leaving your current job to head to Canberra to take on this role. I am. Yeah, That's how right. are you feeling? Right. Oh, look, it's it's an incredibly exciting opportunity. Uh, I think for the for the national cattle industry, it's it's the largest sect, agricultural sector in the country. It's thirty percent of Australia's agricultural production. It sort of manages about almost fifty percent of Australia's land mass. It's a wonderful sector. Yep. Um, and they have formed a new national body. Um, and I'm very, very fortunate and privileged to be asked to uh, be the inaugural CEO. And it's a big job because um, we need to have one voice mm. um, and we need to have the cattle industry represented well at the national and international level. So I'm really excited about getting getting in and I'll be very much involved in the cattle industry here in the Northern Territory and agriculture more generally and with uh, people that I have worked with in the past. And yep. it's, it's also with mixed feelings because... You know, I, I have been incredibly um, honoured to be able to, privileged to be able to work with people in the what is the Department of Industry, but also Agriculture, Fisheries and Biosecurity, these incredibly talented people. They're, they're the real quiet achievers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, agriculture doesn't have a very high profile to some extent, but I've just been amazed at the the, uh, the depth of capability that we have in these scientists and the, the researchers and the people that push the boundaries for industry development in fisheries and agriculture and, and livestock and biosecurity and animal welfare. Yeah. Um, these these are, these are true. These are true territorians who are, are recognised on the national stage and, in some cases, the international stage yep. as best in their field. And it's been a real privilege to work for these people. Oh, um, and I'll be, I'll be still. Yeah spending plenty of more time uh, with them over the coming years. But yep. uh, no, it's been a real honour uh, and uh, it's been a wonderful experience. And, mate, I know, um, I believe, born and raised in WA, you were. Uh, you spent the early part of your career in South Australia, but you've been in the Territory for a long time. You are certainly uh, a Northern Territory, um, you know, a Northern Territory fixture. How, like, how long have you been here and what's it going to be like for you, sort of stepping away to some degree? Yeah, look, it's going, it's going to be tough. I mean, the territory's in in my blood, you know, um, and I think that's that's good because um, sometimes on these national roles, uh, you know, the north isn't always uh, very evident. So yep. I'll be representing, understanding, and representing the people in the north uh, because I I've come from here and, yeah. and Western Australia and other parts of the country where I've spent a lot of time. So I think I can bring a bit of value to it um, and a bit of context. But stepping away, I won't be stepping away from the territory. We still have a quite a strong base here in the territory, um, uh, and uh, so. Um, I'll be in and out of the Territory a lot. Well, a big congratulations to you. Very well deserved. And as I say, I know that you are incredibly well respected within the public service and right around the Northern Territory and Northern Australia. So congratulations to you on that appointment. Thank you very much for coming in and telling us a little bit more about the exercise that's taking place as well. Um, no doubt we'll probably get a few phone calls over coming days, people wondering what's going on and we'll be able to let them know. Howdy, thank you. Good on you, Luke. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.